Miller. For our first Woman in Turf Team podcast, it was truly an awesome experience for me because I got to step away from the mic and hand it to one of the most incredible uh, people in this industry, Miss Kelly Lynch, um, to let her showcase some incredible events that have happened in the history of sports field management and golf uh, and a documentary that's covering those uh, events here soon. Um, and it's truly something that you guys should definitely check out. We also had on Miss Sun Roseline, uh, Christy Clay, Nina Oldenkamp from both of these events. Uh, and it was truly an honor for them to ha- be on the show and to showcase truly what they went through in these women and turf team events and to, to discuss the furthering of this industry uh, and furthering of the women in this industry uh, to truly just have them on and to take a step back and observe them just show how much passion and love that they have for this industry and uh, Kelly to bring on her mentor um, to showcase what brought her to all of these incredible things um, it truly is humbling and truly is incredible to see uh, what is truly possible out there uh, when it comes to people who have um, a love for what they do? And I, <laughs> Kelly always gets me with the, her sort of slogan, which is really a song by Rascal Flatts, um, My Wish. Um, and really, that truly has stuck with me for a very long time is the, the lyrics to it. Uh, that's truly what it's all about is just putting out the best energy, putting out the love, the passion, and the caring for those around you truly leaves an impact on everyone around you. Um, What they did in Greenville when I was there, being able to talk to them firsthand at the event, it truly changed my life. And for two of my former students to be a part of something truly incredible, I, I can't thank them enough, and Kelly, I will not have a sunblock moment. I will not, <laughs> um, but I want everyone to know that this is something that is going to change the outlook of our industry moving forward. It's going to be the growth of something that is going to absolutely change the game for us, and it's something that everyone needs to be paying attention to as it grows. Um, being able to go to the session for volunteering in sports turf uh, about the softball league world series to see my friend Maritza, uh, Sarah, son, all of them together up there with butter discussing the impact it's had on not just again our industry but showing people around the world at a young age that sports field management is something that is within reach something that is truly anyone is capable of doing anyone is welcome we want you to be a part of our industry we want you to be a part of this special thing that we all love um and to be able to do that at SMA truly has um truly is like you can't put words into it um and to all these women I cannot thank you enough for all that you do and continue to do and keep inspiring not just all of us but especially my kids in my program because it truly is inspiring and you're bringing so many kids into this industry for my classes and I cannot thank you enough for that um, 
And remember, we hope your dreams stay big, your worries stay small, you never need to carry more than you can hold while you're out there getting where you're getting to. I hope you know somebody loves you and wants the same thing too. Yeah, this is my wish. We hope you enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. Welcome back at the Pioneer Booth here in Salt Lake City at SFMA. We are here with some of the most incredible people in this industry, and I'm very excited to hand the microphone off to a real podcast host, the first one ever on Tiger Turf Talk, Kelly. Here you go. You guys have a wonderful time. Thanks, Dialed. If you don't know him by his real name, it's Drew, but uh, we call him Dialed because he's been such an influencer, not only for our group, but certainly a champion for all of us, and Drew. Much love. All right. Wow. This is fun. <laughs> Woo. I know, right? Thank you. And uh, how, I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't give our own Mighty Meg a shout out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mighty. Love you, Mighty Meg. Miss you, Meg. Miss you, Meg. And, and so thankful for you, Meg. You've been such a huge help and influence and... And the voice of the women in turf team. And thank we love you. you and appreciate you. Yes. That might have been a little sub block in my real quick there. <laughs> so thank you, Nina. Love you. Uh, so it's fun for me to be here today. Um, Mighty, I think what you did is inspire all of us to step outside of our comfort zones, which this is not necessarily outside of my comfort zone, but there's a few of us that are here with me today that this might be outside of their comfort zone. So I think your influence helped us understand that um, we have this fun opportunity to to share with what's going on uh out there uh in our lives and and what it's done for us in our lives uh and so today we get to speak with a bunch of the women in turf team and uh there's a lot of high fives that have gone around this table but we do also have a special guest with us crystal rose fricker who is the ceo and president of uh, pure seed and pure seed testing and i brought her along with me to give her a shout out uh, because without Crystal, uh, I would not be here, uh, sitting here today because Crystal's the one who believed in me and the one who allowed me to have uh, access to so many opportunities that, that I never dreamed would happen in my professional lifetime. And so, Crystal, I love that you're here with us today. And I think we talked a little bit about an origin story of how all of these things started <clears throat> to happen and started to come along. Uh, would you share with us a little bit of in terms of the bridge that you built for all of us, would you share with us uh, how that bridge was built and what happens as we move forward as you see the future crystal vision, if you will? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. It's a real pleasure to be here with uh, these great women. And I think it all started when uh, we were at the Women in Golf with Bear, and um, they brought in a lot of different women from different aspects of the industry. And I was on the Zoom. That was one during COVID, so we were only able to do it through Zoom. But just seeing the bright talent that is out there and realizing that we have a connection. And I think as women, we have a lot to offer. And a lot of us, it's just our job. This is what we've always done. But this group, I think, has taken it to another level. And the beauty of it is the friendships that are created and how you know Kelly was able to interact with everyone and get people from the golf side and the, and the sports turf side and the seed distributor side and just all that together, I think is an amazing story. And just that it got started and how it's evolving 
and is going to be such an influence, has been an influence, and has allowed us to influence each other, support each other, and kind of build the story of the value of the turfgrass industry. I love that. And I think what, when we would talk about the origin story, there were a lot of high fives handed out along the way. And as we were able to gain some momentum, along comes our, our champion, Troy Flanagan, at the Olympic Club and asked Kimberly Guard if she might help him find 30 plus women volunteers from the, the superintendent side and the, and the golf course side. And uh, Kimberly said, absolutely. And how, how fortunate are we all to sit here today? Mm-hmm. We, we love you, Kimberly Guard. Magic purse. Magic purse. That's, <laughs> I love it. And so, uh, so it was with her vision and Troy's vision. Uh, I think that the Olympic Club, Troy had thought five years prior once they knew they were going to play host to the Olympic or the U.S. Women's Open, that if he could get a, a, a group of women and make a, a splash, if you would, into the industry... Uh, and boy, was his vision correct. And we all had the privilege uh, mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. And as we call it, break the grass ceiling. And then as we move forward, uh, David Frichty at, at Pine Needles, in conjunction with Kimberly, uh, was able to also move that needle more and bring a whole bunch of us to the US Women's Open at Pine Needles this last year. And then with the, the brains and the beauty that all sit here today, uh, there was a crossover event, and we'll talk about that. It, it came uh, with Sun Roseline and Kimberly Guard and Chris Butter Ball. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we just call him Butter. And then as we move forward, Chris and, and Sun, if you might share from there um, how, how you then connected the whole group back to the sports field side yeah sure you know that first year at the olympic club in my mind i kind of envisioned that event being kind of like a drop in the like a stone thrown into the pond you can imagine the ripples that would extend forever and ever but i think what kimberly um challenged us to do in the sports field side was to actually make that a skipping stone instead so we have more ripples that will spread across the industry and then they also overlap right when you skip a stone those ripples overlap and they come together um, and I think that that's, that's what you know, the first event did and hopefully we continue to do in the future. So yeah, Kimberly challenged to, um, set up the challenge to say, what are we going to do in sports fields? And, um, there's a lot of ideas for sure. Uh, so getting some sports field managers together, um, all over the country as well, um, all over their careers. We had some, uh, industry veterans. We had a uh, 16 year old high school students. So we span the generations. And we got to um, do what we love to do and do best and we're most passionate about in front of young female athletes to hopefully spark their vision a little bit to understand that field management is a profession. There are women who are succeeding at doing this this job and it might be something I want to look into down the future. And I love that you shared that part, that part of it because when that started to come to fruition now, and I believe that, are you all OGs? Yes. Yeah. And so, so Sun Roseline, Christy Clay, Nina Oldenkamp, all OGs that have been to all the events that have created the stir. The, the, I love the, 
the rock in the pond was the great. ripples. Mm-hmm. And I so, did not go to the World Series, though. Little like World, World Series. I wasn't there. In my mind, you were. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> her, her head on a stick. <laughs> I, was a, I was on the stick, but okay. two yeah. opens for sure. Okay. <laughs> and so what what is it now as we look forward? You know, we know what's, what's happened. We, we understand the privilege that we have to be in those venues, to have the opportunities to, to create really not only the the vision for what comes next but the influence what happens next so how do you how do we adjust to what happens next any thoughts I, I, i'm going to take this just for a second because mm-hmm. right after i got the phone with kimberly guard i called nita and i was like hey what do you think about this and her instant answer was let's do it so I think that's what happens next. Whatever opportunity comes, let's do it. Absolutely. The opportunities just keep coming in, and it might be volunteering for something like this, but or just um, being there for each other and supporting each other. So um, we kind of joke about it, and we say we're kind of blowing with the wind right now because we <laughs> don't know what comes at us because it's so new. So um I'm excited to see what's coming next. Uh, we do have some things that we're trying to figure out, but um, we're just going to keep going at it and just uh, getting the word out there that the women in turf are a team and that we support each other. We're bringing more people out from the woodwork, I guess you could say, and we're finding that there's more and more that um, want to be a part of it. And um, so where it's going, it, I. It's, I don't know. The sky's the limit. Right. Call us. <laughs> Call us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know some gals. Mm-hmm. If you know something you want to do, let's do it. And, yeah. that, and that crossover between the two associations, right? You know, both females on both sides, superintendents, assistant supers, and then sports field managers on, on our side. So, yeah, that crossover, bringing those two groups together, mm-hmm. we're going to break the grass ceiling, right? <laughs> Love it. And I think you were going to share about the Yeah, I think where it's all going is to the next generations. Mm -hmm. I think you really have hit on something where you had high school and college kids Mm -hmm. in the last event. And so to me, that is the future. And what we really need to do as, as a group is to educate, expose, involve those gals that are coming. And that will be what keeps us going. And that's what's so important for our industry is bringing in more folks. And I think that means more gals and the difference that they can make. And, you know, just talking at the reception last night with some of the gals that were with you all and and their interest, their excitement and, and some of their timidity. And just talking with them about how it's okay to step out and do something different mm-hmm. and just ask questions and learn and share. And the fire is catching. Yeah. I mean, I, I caught it with them like, yeah, we got we got to get more girls involved yeah. and do They're this. Not this, shy, is right? yeah, this is fun. Yeah, this is cool. This is what we want to do. Yeah. Well, and I, I love that you share that because part of the, I think, your brilliant son and, and Kimberly and, and setting up the, the, the who was coming to the softball Little League World Series was intentional. I mean, there were 40 years behind Nina. But when, with your vision of who sh- that who that should be and who we can attract, there's there's a, uh, a hashtag going around. See it, be it. Mm-hmm. Can you walk me through what that looks like? It's you know it's 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 being visible, right? It's you know these guys, these gals, sorry, out on that little league World Series field. And all those young little girls in the stands seeing them, all the 
the young girls that are playing, seeing these ladies out there and thinking, wow, you know, that's something, this is something that I love to do. Why can I cross that over future? Like just being visible. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Little League Series was such a fantastic event because not only was it teams from the U.S., there were international teams as well. Yeah. So uh, we had the opportunity to go to East Carolina University and prepare their field. And so we used that sort of as a training ground for the, the up-and-comers, you know, I'm going to say it, the new Gs. Um, but they got a chance to try something they'd never done before. They got they prepared that entire field all on, all on their own. You said they and, asked to do that, right? Like yeah, they, they, they wanted yeah. to do that. So um, that that ended up being a completely unexpected but organic experience. And I think it was fantastic for them. It was fantastic because those two teams that played were Canada and Italy. So, you know, we're going international already, which is, uh, I mean, Huge. that absolutely blows my mind for sure. But, and also with the younger the new G's is what we call them. <laughs> um, what was also great about the C at B it is that um, by going to ECU, they gained this confidence that they came back later that night or it was the next night and said, we want to run the whole championship game. We want the OGs to take a step back and all we're, our minds were blown. And yeah. so talking about the OGs teaching the new G's, the new G's were teaching the old G's how to stand back, teach, and let us do it. And some of the greatest experiences for me as an OG was at that series, watching the younger generation just bloom right in front of our eyes. And that was a really cool experience. So, And I think that, and I know I'm going to talk about this, but I'm not going to ask you about it. But I know Crystal is is one of the people in my life who made me brave, in my life who made me brave. Brave to go and do things that maybe were out of my comfort zone, maybe different than I would have thought my career was going to go. And I think you also have had that experience. There's a lot of brave in that background for you, Crystal. So maybe share your a little bit about your what made you brave. And then what we're going to walk through is what you saw for those eyes looking back to you. So kind of a two-part two part scenario. So Three things make me brave. Uh, one of those is my faith and, and the belief that um, God has brought me through all the experiences in my life to be able to share that with others. And so number two makes me brave because I want to share with others and, and, ha- and develop those relationships and help others, support others, bring them up, allow them to learn what I've learned and expose them to some of the things so they don't have to go through maybe some of the tougher aspects. Um, but even that is okay. We go through tough things, it makes us a better person and we can share that with others and then the third thing is just being together together we're stronger and uh, I think that we're talking today I said it earlier to Kelly we're talking about strong women but really I think what makes a strong woman is a wise woman and wisdom is what helps us to relate better with each other it's not all about me it's about what's best for everyone Servant leadership. Very wise, right there. Very wise answer. (laughs) And so I, in 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 that tone, in in, in exchange, because of how she believes, and I actually sought Crystal out. Full disclosure, I recruited myself to work for Crystal about six and a half years ago now, and she's changed my life. She's she's believed in me. She's made me brave. She's allowed me to go and do these things and build a lot of bridges that I would not have had the privilege to do so without your support. 
And now you're building the same bridges because I drug some of you over that bridge a little bit. <laughs> Whether you wanted it or not, yeah. you're coming with. Right. It'll be fun. Get, Get in. in. Get in. Get in. It'll be fun. Kelly promises. <laughs> Words from a wise, wise woman. <laughs> but because of, of my belief in, in the importance of it and the connectivity, and I think that's exactly what you just shared, right? That allow, the ability of us to connect has also been part of the privilege. So how is it now, and, and, I'll, and let's draw us back to Softball Little League World Series, where there's there's literally 40 years difference between one of the eldest, probably myself, and our youngest, uh, Squeak. Our, uh, uh, yeah, Squeak. Squeak's, uh, Liz what's her real name? Liz, Liz. Rice. <laughs> <laughs> That's her real name. <laughs> Sorry, Squeak. Well done, well done. Uh, <laughs> so, but it was fun for me to stand there and be like, wow, 40 years ago, I didn't, I was not looking at through this lens. And so, and you just shared with Maritza coming forward the night before it's game day, the championship saying, hey, I would, I would please like to call the ball tomorrow. I think we're ready. So what was that through your lenses when you felt that exchange? You didn't have to drag anybody over a bridge there, right? The, the bridge had been built. Now we're, now we're, we're quantifying some things. So what was it from your lens that as you saw that kind of unfold in front of us? I wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is For me, it was just a real moment of pride. Like, when I think back in those days when I was that age, I don't think that I would have had the courage and the strength to be able to step up and say, hey, I, I want to step up. I want to take this on. I want to I do it in the big time, the championship game. So a lot of pride for Maritza to feel like she could ask that question um, and feel safe enough to ask the question and uh, know that we were all there to believe in them and and that they were going to come out and rock it. So it was really a, a pride moment for me. I, I think pride's the word and we talk about Maritza because uh, she's the one that approached us with the idea. Um, and some know that it was a crying moment because it was, you know, tears of how cool it was, how proud we were of her to see that and and then you just moment. you know you just it's you what's that a mom moment a mom moment <laughs> <laughs> but, but it made me realize what's next too i mean having a young girl like maritza martinez at i think she's 25 years old i mean i'm blown away by that night i'm blown away by some actions just during this conference that you know that she has mm -hmm. done here like taking a step up, bringing Meg with us. I mean, her wheels are always turning. And not just where it's all the girls. They Their wheels are turning. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited to see five years from now, ten years from now, whatever it is with those girls because they are the next generation and we are very proud mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. They are bold. Yeah, mm -hmm. just to add to that too, for them to have the opportunity, right, was really a, a impactful moment as well because it was a first. It was the first time that that happened in the sports field world. Um, I'm certain it's not going to be the last, but but to start off with that kind of an impact on that range of, of experiences, I can't even really fathom what that's going to look like five, ten years down the road because it's mind-boggling. And I think I love what you shared that because I'm not certain I I thought I would see this in my career, and so I think is that fair to say, Crystal? <laughs> like yes. you, you didn't even imagine it, right? Like no, it wasn't even a thought. 
Yeah, and it, and it was it's the connected piece too to me that not even realizing, for example, the the female superintendents that are out there or assistant superintendents. Right. You know, yeah. I go travel the world, and I had probably previously met two, didn't know there was more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So same here for sports turf, you know, the amount that they're out there. So connecting that, I think you all made each other brave. You made those young girls brave to, to, sure. to prove themselves to you, to show you what they could do. Mm-hmm. And, and to echo on that, I think that, and you're all just smile. Like to me, this is the heartwarming part for me. You know, the, the difference between having to do something and getting to do something having the privilege to witness history in the making, having the privilege to be at those tables, to have those opportunities, to, to see change, to see, uh, we talk about, and I think, um, and son, I'll ask you to, to probably speak on this because it's part of, it's part of the three step goals of the SFMA. Uh, okay. Make sure I hear this. Part. Okay. okay. And so as, uh, as, and so honoring what we've just seen, you know, and Christy, you, you, respond with we just broke the grass ceiling mm-hmm. and that happened at the Olympic Club yes we break the grass ceiling again at Pine Needles we break the grass ceiling again at the US uh, uh, or uh, about to Little League thank you and then the next US Women's Open is at Pebble Beach and full disclosure we're coming and Bubba I think Bubba shout out to you Bubba at Pebble Beach uh, when you met us at the Olympic Club you said bring him this is, yeah, this is he cool. Did. He That's did right. that morning, yeah. four mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. He came to meet us all. Remember that day? Yeah, that is right. And so I think that the gift is that now we've, we've witnessed it. We're experiencing it. We're actually living it. And so as I look at, at, at Sun as, as the new president of the SFMA, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and, and to see your, what your journey has been and then to see what your vision is. And then how does that move you in terms of, I think it's your third principle in terms of the goals of the SFMA moving forward. What has it been like to be through this experience, now the the sitting president for the SFMA, and knowing that one of the goals is to create more opportunities uh, for, to to reflect on uh, the the population? Yeah, Um, I mean, it's certainly a tall task, right? But like, like Dr. Devin Carroll talked about yesterday, simple labor needs you know women are roughly half of the population and we are roughly four percent of this membership of this association so i mean i'm no statistician but i'm just gonna say that that's a little two percent golf two percent golf under 1.9 i think or 1.8 percent golf so there's clearly room to grow there (laughs) and we need more uh emerging professionals we need more people in this industry so seems like a pretty simple match to me but uh, yeah I, it, I'm not sure I can find the words to describe the what it's like here yet okay it's still, still I mean, it's, it's a little fresh right <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that well and I think the gift is we're building bridges you know we're the bridges that were built for us and I'll, and I'll use crystal as, as one of my bridge builders that allowed me to go and to be all this. And then now we get the bridges in front of us and that we're building. And now we have this really unique opportunity in history. Like, what, what did they say about well-behaved women? Rarely make history. Rarely make history. Yeah. Rarely make history. <laughs> we are not well-behaved, right? <laughs> we can be on our best behavior, but we don't yeah. need to When we have to be, we will be. Yeah. And so, and as we build these bridges moving forward, 
knowing with the champions that we have, all who are standing here with us, whether you're with us here in person like uh, Mighty is or, or not in person like Mighty is or with all those that supported us, what do those bridges look like moving forward? And, and what does this do in terms of momentum that we already have, calling it a groundswell, breaking the grass ceiling? What? How do we continue to lift up opportunity and lift up the passion for what we're doing? That's a long question. That is a long question. I, no, I just, right now, I'm just sitting here, I just keep thinking about how um, when I first started, you know, coming to these conferences or being involved in this industry, um, there was no other women that really were out there. So when you came to some of these stuff, you didn't feel included. I think a big part about just everything that we're doing or the volunteering, you feel like you belong. You feel like you're appreciated. So when we have, um, just like a comment yesterday, Kathy with Bulldog, she thanked us for, we forced her to go to the Women's Open because she says, I don't belong there. I don't know turf. I don't belong there. And I'm like, no, you are a woman in turf. You belong there. You're one of us. You support us. And she loved that that Women's Forum lunch yesterday. What uh, Dr. Devin Carroll had to say was mind-blowing. And she turned around and she thanked us for dragging her across that bridge. And again, we talk about it's that bridge. We just got to keep showing other women that we're here. And when they are here, we need to bring them in and make, make them feel, feel, like make them feel included. Yeah. You know, and that's what we all look for is just to feel included and belong to something. And, mm-hmm. and now with... I don't. Uh, this is the most women I've ever seen at the S- SFMA. Sure, it's the largest women's luncheon. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, mm-hmm. how cool is this? And then we grab those women and we're like, I mean, Maria from Spain, come with us. You're coming with us. You know, she knew nobody else here. She had nobody else here. And we're like, no, you're coming with us. You're a woman in turf in Spain now. You know, so building that bridge we're gonna go overseas. to we're gonna make it international. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Spain. <laughs> however, you see. To make that bridge, keep building that bridge, it could be just including people. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, just bringing them a part of something. Drag them across that mm-hmm. bridge, like Kelly says. Yeah. Maybe we should come up with a better term for that. Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't sound good. Just work, work on that way. We're going to work on that one. Let's not use that as a soundbite. New slogan. I got to add to the groundswell piece, too, um, because it's not just at this level. Like, Nina's the president of Nebraska Turfgrass Association. So, Presidente here. Christy Clay is the executive director of the Colorado SFMA chapter, as well as the Rocky Mountain Regional Turfgrass Association, on top of her day job. So, I mean, the, the, the drive, the inspiration that's sitting right here in these two women is, mm-hmm. it's what keeps me going as well. So, I mean, not only are we dragging other people, but we're also uh, lifting each other up, too. So, I mentioned that to the girls in a group text message that if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't even have went for the board. I wouldn't even, you know, I show up to the conference and I'm just like, eh, I'm the only girl here, you know, and I saw what everybody else was doing and I thought, oh, let's make a change. And Sun would say things like, Nina, somebody's watching you. Mm-hmm. And it might be hard at times, somebody's watching you. And I just like, okay, you know, like, and that really just made me want to be more. And, um, you know, just maybe somebody is watching me. So, <laughs> okay. They are. They are. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. I, I had an epiphany at the golf course show for the panel of gals, you know, that spoke there when one of the dads stood up and just said, thank you so much. He brought his daughter to the luncheon to hear the panel. And, uh, you know, my dad started our businesses in the grass seed industry and I'm the oldest child, but I have a brother who runs our farm, but 
he basically passed the reins to me to several of our businesses and had the confidence in me. And what that dad said was, thank you for showing the opportunity that my daughter can have. And, you know, I think there's a lot of men in, in the turfgrass industry that this is just opening eyes. Yeah. My daughter could get involved in this, mm-hmm. and I want her to meet you guys. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Well, maybe somebody should share the Jill Seymour story from the Pine Needles about the young woman that saw her on TV and then came to watch her set pins. Is, do you all know that story? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like you, you know the story better than <laughs> well, you were there. So I love that you shared that because it's happening over and over. And there was, um, with Jill Seymour, uh, golf course superintendent, was on, the, on ESPN, on Golf Channel. And so we ended up, uh, uh, after they had broadcast that, then the next day, and, and when you set the pins, you're the last one. You're, you're, everything's done ahead of you. You're the last one coming off the golf course. And Jill, this young woman and her father are standing there watching Jill finish and set the pin. And as she came off of the green, the young woman asked for her autograph. <laughs> and Jill's like, wow, okay. And her, she had seen her on television and wanted to understand and so her dad brought her to the US Women's Open to meet Jill yeah. Seymour to get her autograph <laughs> and I think then uh, after that then she was invited to come to the, the, the tent uh, on the maintenance side yeah. uh, to the Golf Now channel or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, to, and, and to come and, and meet Jill you know, and, and meet all of us and I think that that's so powerful and I think it blew Jill away she was yeah. like wow <laughs> and just you sharing that story we again built that bridge, mm-hmm. brought her down to the tent, but gave her some of the women in turf uh, uniform and, you know, made her feel like she belonged with us. And yeah. hopefully she yeah. takes that into the future. I don't know if this is well known, but that young lady's dad works for the University of Tennessee on sports fields. Oh, so I didn't know. Even didn't though her dad is in the industry, she may not have even considered it as a possibility because she couldn't see what what we showed her, what Jill showed her that day. So. She could see someone who looked like her doing it. Yep. She's exactly. only exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're hearing that over and over. There's moments of, oh, wow, this is really plausible. And, and having coached Division One sports for many years, there's, there's a, a connection of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when those opportunities are right in front of you, and you don't even know it, I think, and I think, son, you shared that today as you became president of the SFMA, that you are on the softball field. You would like to have seen those edges a little cleaner. (laughs) Well, that was pretty hard to miss. (laughs) That was a long time ago. Those guys did the best they could. I'm sure they did. Yeah, no no disrespect to those guys. But then, even in in our, and we've all been athletes and played sports and hadn't been on those surfaces, but it wasn't until you were in graduate school as a sports administration going on to coach collegiate softball that you realized, wait a minute. So would you share a little bit of that background with us? Yeah, so I thought I was going to be a college softball coach. That was my goal, um, sports administration, and move into that role. But I I had one semester left of my degree, and I needed a summer job. And I just kind of lucked into working on the grounds crew for the Lexington Legends. And I I really, I think it was probably about three weeks, and I was just hooked right off the bat. So it took no time at all. And I'm thrilled that I finished my degree. Um, I'm even more thrilled that I changed my career path. I wouldn't be sitting in this seat right now with you all without 
having done that. So. Right. Yeah. Bravo. And Christy, I think you have a similar story. Don't you? Similar. Yeah. I mean, I I went to um, Denison University, which is in Ohio, have a an, an economics degree, and uh, after college, I also worked for the Legends, um, but in in marketing, and that's when I realized that that is a position, like that's a career, like that's something that we could go do and have a great time doing it. I I didn't know either. Had no clue. So, um, yeah, just fast forward and a couple jobs here and there, and I'm in the career. I'm in, I'm in the sports field industry. Now You're we're in. our crew of two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like badass crew of two right that. here. Yeah, in your spare time, right? There's, there's yeah. a good chance that we're the only all-female everyday crew anywhere because it's just the two of us right. that manage yeah. our, our high school stadium. So we we'll work really well together, clearly. It's been a Clearly. Really how many so years? Far, so. How many years? Uh, 15, 15? 15 years. Like that. Awesome. Total. Total. Yeah. High yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> and Nina, how many years for you? And this is also a unique path because we believe you might be one of a kind. Oh, yeah. Well, we already knew that. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> that. Yes. You are. You she are. She is. So, no, certainly <laughs> one of a kind. Yes. Thank you guys. Uh, <laughs> in a well, loving, we tell those stories. That's yeah. a compliment. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I have been in the industry for, I think, 15, definitely 15 years. I think I'm on my 16th year. Um, I started, uh, by, same with you guys. I went to school. I have a management and marketing degree also. And um, I knew I wanted to do something with sports, uh, like promotions and advertisement for, you know, maybe a ball field in the area. So, um, Kind of started digging into that, and then uh, my father and godfather started a company in Omaha, and they renovated and constructed athletic fields. So um, on the weekends, I would help do, you know, some just throwing some, you know, I'm a young girl, I have some muscles, throw some 50-pound bags around, and just, I love being outside, I love sports, um, and I just fell in love with hard work and working with um I mean, there's so many people involved in it. I mean, the uh, people you meet, uh, whether it's the players, the coaches, the schools, there's so many people out there to meet. So uh, you make a lot of friends, and you just grow a passion for uh, what you do. And 15 years later, I love what I do. And, I, you know, it's very rewarding to tear something completely up and then put it back together and make it a beautiful masterpiece. So... Indeed. Rockstar. Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar. And I think, Crystal, you didn't necessarily start out in, in uh, at breeding grass. You were led there, right? Actually, I started working at the research farm when I was 13. So it's been over 40 years of breeding grasses, really, <laughs> if you want to count my summer job. But an accounting was in your background, I was going to be an accountant, believe it or not. Yeah, my dad's like, really? You want to stay inside all, the, all year round? He's like, no, you don't. So he took me to Oregon State, and there was a woman barley breeder. And I'm like, wow, same idea. I saw that she could do it. And I'm like, that's my summer job. I want to do that. And so I transferred colleges, and the rest is history. And I think I could say the same for myself. My undergrad was business administration, organizational leadership. You know, I, I knew I had a, I had a lot of privilege because I was on the golf side for many years, and it wasn't until I guess nine years ago now that I realized what what a different opportunity was on the other side of the putter, if you would, because I played a lot of golf. Uh, but now I get to respect that whole and just everything that goes into those surfaces 
And I think we all have said this at one point or another that the privilege that we have, whatever the influence that we have over it, is that we're creating some of the most pristine playing surfaces for these championships, which is essentially our championship. And that here are these athletes in all different varieties from all over the world now that have experienced their championship while in tandem with what we would consider our championship. And so there's a complete difference uh, in the ability to, to connect all of that into one big happy group. And I think that was part of the, the goal is that there's this next layer of inclusion. There's this next layer of championship, if you will. And now those that were champions for us mm -hmm. and continue to be, and the champions that we are for now, who comes next and what comes next. And so if you would share a little bit, I think we're getting close. I don't know what time, I think we have a few minutes here, but there's some there's some layers of, of championing, is that a word? Yeah. Sure. Championing. Championing. Sure. Championing. Yeah, it's a new word. To champion yeah. four. To champion four. Thank you. See, I always, I just need a moderator. <laughs> and so, uh, as and, and then championing for our lives, right? Because one of the things that that all of this has created is the need for balance in our lives. We all have big jobs. We have big responsibilities. We all have big things to do in this world. So maybe share a little bit about how what balance looks like. We don't know yet. We're still trying to figure it out. We, we are still off balance. We, we are aware that there is a thing that we need to figure out called balance. Um, being a mother, a wife, um, vice president of operations, <laughs> um, being a woman in turf, um, you just have to figure out... Um, there's a lot of important things you all need to be things. a part and you just got to figure out how to make all those things work or which ones are more important at the time. And cause we never want to say no, right? Like we want to do all the things. And yeah. But like, you got to remember to keep, you know, you have family, you got to make work happy and then you also got to make yourself happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that these things make, these are kind of maybe, little uh, maybe selfish things ish yeah, that make us happy. because these this like I don't want to say no to a single woman in turf event because that makes me happy mm -hmm. but um, but I do have to figure out which ones are the ones that we can be a part of and, yeah you got to keep a little of your peanut butter needed. yeah oh we're talking about the peanut butter <laughs> oh, yeah. should we Oh, yeah. I don't know how much time he's, he's, he's eyeballing. He's, he's busy. <laughs> so, it, so real quick, in life, we all get one jar of peanut butter, right? Mm -hmm. And we sit here today, and we share peanut butter, and we smile. My heart is so full of joy, but my peanut butter jar is overflowing. But there has also been many times where my peanut butter jar was quite empty because I didn't understand. And this is another where I would give Crystal a shout-out of what balance looked like, that I could give a lot of peanut butter, mm -hmm. but I would also need to fill up. And I wasn't at my best, and there are still times, trust me, that if my peanut butter isn't full, I'm not able to go and give everything I have in order to, to continue to fill. I thought you were saying peace things. <laughs> peace, peace, yeah, that's peace right, out. peace. Right? Uh, and so I think that's the gift, right? We sit here today, we fill each other's peanut butter up. We sit here today, and I think that's part of one of the biggest gifts that been, that's been given back to me is that even though it's challenging what we're doing mm -hmm. and how we're doing it, um, but it's filling us up as we do it. 
and we're filling others up. And those that have filled us up are now part of making sure that next gen is filled up. And so what are, what are your, your words of love, wisdom, parting shot, quote, something that inspires you? Anything that you want somebody to know out there? Well, I'm going to start it just so I can make this plug. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> uh, but I just, if you're a woman in turf or in this industry and you're looking for support um, to reach out to us, um, we would love to fill up your jar of peanut butter. Um, there's a lot of us um, all over the nation that uh, are very supportive and have been in situations where we couldn't have done it without each other. So if you are looking for your <laughs> jar of peanut butter to be filled, um, you can reach out to the Women in Turf team. Uh, we're on Twitter at Women in Turf team. Um, that's probably the best place to go. Um, you can message, message us on the Twitter page. Um, also, would like for people to check out uh, the Women in Turf Team documentary series that's coming out um, in February. And um, you can just kind of see what magic happens when we're together. And we, we would love for um, any woman to step up and be a part of that. So reach out if you need some support. I love it. Next up. Uh, okay. So um, I think... You know, sometimes there's still some hesitancy to get get on board and jump in because, you know, it's kind of scary to do something different and something new. But I'm a huge proponent of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And uh, I say, I'm going to quote you, Kelly, actually, get in and it'll be fun. Get Kelly in and it'll be fun. <laughs> I promise. I'm going to steal that. I like that quote. Yeah. But you can have it. Yeah. If you don't have to steal it. Yeah. Still, get in and be fun. Get in and it'll be fun. I get promise. Get in and it'll be fun. All right. And I just think it's, uh, you know, we have so much time and so much energy and so figuring out brings you joy and where you want to spend your energy and this is a great way to be an influencer um, with the other gals together so I think it's it's a win-win for everyone that gets involved I just I, I want to say probably just take advantage of, of, of the movement that's going on right now right like definitely identify it visualize it reach out to us for sure like do not be afraid to reach out there's oh sorry we're no done. we're good all right it's dialed he'll Don't. let us go a little over <laughs> yeah all right no and, and really thank you to to do to dialed and i really want to give doug and, and chris a shout out uh because they have made a huge difference uh, uh sharing meg with us and mm-hmm. and we can't thank them enough so Absolutely. drew i can't thank you enough for and the opportunity drew, shout out to drew thank shout you out to drew. for the confidence that you bring the yeah. younger generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. All right. Until we meet again, my wish for you is that your dreams stay big, your worries stay small. I dare you to live. <laughs>